0: A brand new year, hello 2024, a fresh start, a new chapter, a new beginning. Time for you to fully believe that this year can be exactly what you have always hoped a year to be. Sharing with you simple and quick tips to live your best life this year. Seven specific tips for you in order to have a more fulfilling life in 2024. Ready to have your best day as the best version of yourself? Well, friend, grab your iced coffee and let's get encouraged. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, feeling stressed, pulled in every direction, constantly comparing yourself to other people, lacking in confidence, all while driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day as you chug your second or third cup of coffee? Not to mention, you are the queen of long-winded to-do lists with an ambitious dream. If only you had more time in your day. Welcome to The Best Day Podcast, the podcast to encourage your heart and speak life to your dreams. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and encouragement blogger at Graceful and Free. For the last several years, I struggled to find a healthy work-life balance. I was overcommitted, refused to say no, and worked a lot sacrificing my sleep and my joy just to hustle harder all while feeling extremely stressed and overwhelmed then i became a mom and i knew something had to give through embracing a positive mindset i have found balance established boundaries to protect my peace so that i can live every day as the best version of myself here to embrace an intentional life believing that the ordinary can be the extraordinary and to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being. The best day. Ready to have your best day as the best version of yourself? Well, friend, grab your iced coffee and let's get encouraged. You are listening to episode 130 of the Best Day Podcast. Hey, friend, welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast and welcome to 2024. Oh my goodness, we have made it. It is January. We have 365 days ahead of us and it is time for us to really live each one of those days with an intention and a purpose. And I am so looking forward to this next chapter, this new beginning I have always been a fan of Fresh Starts, New Beginnings, for the longest time. Truly, it feels like so much in my entire life. I have always looked forward to the Mondays, to the first day of a month, the new season, this new school year, and of course, a brand new year. And I could not be happier to kick this brand new year with you. Thank you for being here, and I am so excited for us to just... Get this going and say a big, warm welcome to 2024. Now, thank you so much for those that sent in a listener feedback for the end of the year listener survey. That is something that I want to make a tradition on the podcast every year to get insight feedback from you to actually look through the results, look through your insight and your words and to reflect on them to figure out, hey. How can this podcast be better? How can this be more of a service to you wherever you are in your crazy life? And that's one of the things that I wanted to start off by sharing is just a little quick expectation. What can you expect from the Best Day podcast? It's the first of the year, it's the first podcast of 2024. It's episode 130, which is mind-blowing, but I thought, you know what, let's go ahead and just start off with a quick little, hey, this is what you can expect from this podcast this year. And so the first thing that I'm going to say is that for 2024, we are going to have one episode a week that is released every single Monday morning. Now, I have done two episodes a week one episode a week. I haven't been consistent. It has just, I've been consistently with one episode a week, but sometimes there's two, sometimes there's one. And I really wanted to determine something, whether it would be one or two. And that was a big part of the listener survey that I sent out to you guys. And based on the feedback, I feel very, very confident and at a very good place in my heart to commit to one episode a week, every single Monday morning. So that way, every single Monday morning, whether it's Monday or Monday afternoon or Tuesday or whenever you find yourself listening to the podcast, that you know that there is going to be a fresh episode with value right there in your podcast player. And really, my intention here was how many times am I listening to podcast episodes a week knowing that you also are busy dealing with all the things, constantly going from place to place? I want to meet you where you're at. And right now, what feels right is one episode a week. And if you are like, I need more, well, guess what? There's 130 episodes to go through and pick your more. But I feel really good about this. I hope this is something you're excited for. And we'll reassess in the next year. But for now, unless something crazy changes, we're going to stay with one episode a week. And I'm really excited about that because what that allows me to do is that allows me to really make sure that the one episode that's going out every single week is a solid episode, an episode that is rich, that is full with value, something that you can take with you instantly and bring it to your day to really have that best day. And so that is something I am very excited about. And even so, it's been kind of challenging, to be honest. I had a lot of content ideas for January. I love the new year. I love that beginning, right? So it's very easy for my brain and my heart to come up with endless episode ideas of, oh, this and all this, all fitting in with the new year. And I had planned out two episodes a week for January, but my heart is telling me to stick with one episode, just stick with one episode a week and see what happens. And because of doing this, I'm having to look at my January content calendar and I'm having to take topics and go, okay, what is the most valuable content that I can bring? Let's get rid of the fluff and let's stick to value. And I'm really excited for that. And I'm excited for it to challenge me and my own learning and growth process. And so I wanted to share that super quick. That took a lot longer than I expected that to, but going with one episode a week. And then the second expectation that I wanted to share is connection. I really want to cultivate intentional connection here on the podcast. And what's been really cool over the last couple of weeks through the listener survey, through being a little bit, little bit more active on the best day podcast, Instagram, I have had some really cool conversations with you and that has blessed my heart in so many ways. It's been so encouraging to hear first off when you're listening to the episode and to hear your feedback and to see what you like and to find out, you know, what you are currently struggling with and dealing with and walking through and to give motivation and encouragement and support where you are at currently. And so I want to continue to hear from you. And therefore, I will be intentionally way more active over on the Best Day Podcast Instagram stories as well as in the Best Day Podcast Facebook group. And you can click the link to both of those in the show description. But my hope is truly in fostering and stewarding intentional community and connection. And so that is what you can expect From the best day podcast. I may have a few other surprises up my sleeve, but I am not going to give anything away. You're going to just have to keep listening throughout the course of the year because there are some big things coming. Okay. We are going to get right into the content here for today, which is seven quick and simple tips for the new year, seven tips to live your best life in 2024. And Before I start with this list that I'm really excited about, this is not really your traditional list. These are some things that are gonna make you think a little bit and reflect a little bit, which I love. I think as humans, we need to think, we need to reflect, we need to be challenged. It's important in life. But I did wanna share with the goal planning workbook that I have made available to you. It is linked in the show description. You can click that link. It takes you to a little preview of what the goal workbook looks like. And the goal workbook, this is to help make goal planning simple. It can be so easy to be overwhelmed and want all these big things, have all these big hopes and dreams, but where do you start? Where do you begin? It feels so complicated. It's too overwhelming to think about oh my goodness, so many areas of my life don't feel like I have a hold on them. And so I need to completely recharge and fix everything, but where do I begin? And I created the goal planning workbook to be simple, to take what's going on currently in your life, to take what's working well, to take what's not working well, to take what your desires are and to take from those things to focus on, okay, what are the three specific things that I want to have right now In my life and working through three specific goals, planning out those goals and implementing those goals in your actual planner schedule calendar. And there is a video tutorial. There's a little upgrade there when you purchase the goal planning workbook, the goal planning workbook, it's $14 for a 20 plus page workbook of prompts, reflection, but then you can upgrade for $9 to get a 30 minute video tutorial which to be honest is worth way more than $9, but I wanted to provide that for you as a way to just listen to 30 minutes of teaching on goal planning of how to specifically utilize the workbook and tips and tricks for really helping take those goals that you have and putting them on pen and paper. And that way you can actually take action on them. And so I'm really excited about the goal planning workbook. If you have any questions or you want additional sneak peeks of the product, reach out over on Instagram. I can send you a few things your way. But again, this is something that I really poured my heart into and I really am pleased with the way that it turned out. And I truly feel like it is game changer to really just go after the things that are deeply written in the depths of your heart where it's hard to really figure out, well, what's that first step? And my hope with the goal planning workbook is that first step can be established and that this can be the year where you take solid movement towards your dreams and know that I fully believe that that is possible. Okay, I got all my little bookkeeping announcements away. I feel like a teacher on the first day of school when you had to go over the syllabus here and the important due dates. But now I can get into what I'm really, really excited to share with you. And that is the seven quick and simple tips for the new year. And there's really kind of two thoughts here. I want you to have these tips to really live your best life. But what do I mean by best life? I mean fulfilling life, a life that you can feel good about, a life that you could feel content with when you can have that feeling stored up and soaked in your heart of just like, mm, yes, like this is good, things are good, even in the heart. But that feeling of like, okay, I can find rest here. And so that's what we are going to do. And the first one, ooh, this one I love. And I'm really gonna declare this over myself for the year as well. But the very first tip is to actually view each week as a brand new beginning. View each week as a new beginning. So think of how we focus so much on the end of the year, the beginning of a new year mindset. And oftentimes we look forward to it. We think, okay, I just need a new year. I need to do fresh start. And within the last few days, myself of reflecting, of anticipating, looking forward as one year draws to a close and a new year begins, it really has made me think. And my thought has been, why in the world do we not approach every single day and every week and every month in the same way? What if we viewed every Monday as the same excitement and anticipation and freedom as we do January 1st? Or the f- every single day is the same way we feel the first of a month or the first of a new season. But what if we fully embrace that mindset What if we truly stop thinking that everything has to be all or nothing, perfect or imperfect, done or incomplete? Why can't we just accept, embrace, and fully support this mindset that, you know what? Each week can be a brand new beginning. Each day can be a brand new beginning, and I can start over, and I can be fresh, and I can be excited with the potential for that fresh start. And so I wanted to share that as the first tip because I really feel like if we keep that and treasure that in our mind, that really is a cool thing to carry with us throughout the year of thinking, you know what? Each day is a new beginning. Each week is a new beginning. And that's really important to take with you. This brings me to the second quick and simple tip for the new year. And that is focusing in on another little mindset shift. And so as we walk into 2024, let this be the year that we fully embrace the process of growing and evolving. I'll say that one more time. Let this be the year that we fully embrace the process of growing and evolving. That we declare That we as humans are always in the process of adapting and reworking and figuring out new ways of doing things and that we are better for it because of it. Humans have been doing this since the beginning of time. And honestly, society puts such a standard and expectation on the finished product, the end result, but why not fall insanely in love with ourselves and the continued process of growing? of taking challenges, of learning more about ourselves in the process. And if we embrace this process and fully accept it, it allows us to stand more confidently and more closer to the person we are destined to fully be. I've been thinking a lot of this, and I really believe my word for this year is grow, to grow, to not just stay constant, to not stay stuck but to allow circumstance and opportunity and trial and challenge and joy and abundance to cultivate this desire for me to continue to grow, to continue to learn, to continue to wonder, to continue to question, and figure out more and more of who I am and why I'm the way that I am and why things matter to me the way that they do. And I really thought that that was a beautiful thing to focus on. So get excited about change. Do not back down from discomfort, but instead be incredibly excited about allowing yourself to grow, allowing your heart to grow, your mind to grow, your mental and emotional capacity to grow. And again, we need to celebrate that growth. We need to celebrate, celebrate that process because it is truly a beautiful thing. Number three on the simple quick tips for your best year is to celebrate the little things. Find one thing that you are incredibly proud of. One thing that you can celebrate and choose to celebrate it every single day. Make it a priority to really reflect on each day at the end of the day and really think through, okay, what is one thing that I can say I did well? It's so easy to pull apart our days, to pull apart ourselves and to dwell on what didn't work, where we fell short. But what if we just focus on standing in the victory? (laughs) What if we focus on celebrating the things that went well and focusing and dwelling our attention there? And so make that a priority every single day to focus on what's one tiny win that I can be proud of. And what a great thing to journal, whether that's in your planner, if you have an evening journal, what a beautiful way to end each day by just celebrating with a victory of, hey, you know what? Everything else could have been terrible, a mess, out of order, but this one thing, this one thing went well. And I'm gonna focus and choose to celebrate that. Okay, number four, Unpack the stressors. All right, this is kind of the opposite of number three, but it works. So bear with me. Oftentimes, when we feel stressed, when we feel overwhelmed, when we are surrounded in the chaos, we can easily tune out or break down or just shut down. But what if? What if we took a moment to dig deep and look inward? Just a quick moment. And it doesn't have to be in the exact moment, right? It can be later, once the situation doesn't feel all-consuming. But what if we actually allow ourselves to figure out why the situation felt so consuming? Figure out what the trigger was. Why did it feel so bothersome? Or why did it feel so big? I think if we can really shift into trying right, as best as we can to learn from our hard moments, the most difficult moments, the most difficult times, we can gain valuable insight into what is needed for future moments of stress. When we allow ourselves to think through the whys and the reasons why we are actually feeling that way, it can be so helpful. Now, quick example so you can see what this means. And I'll use this from my personal life. Let's just take an instance when it's in the middle of the school year and there's a crazy day where there's a lot that needs to get done and I have a lot of work that I need to prepare for, for my classes and sleeping is not happening well in the current situation. And so work feels overwhelming. Home feels overwhelming It can be very easy to feel overwhelmed in that situation, and oftentimes I do. But at the end of the day, if I'm able to take a step away from the situation and the chaos, and I think to myself, okay, why? What about today in my classroom felt overwhelming, right? What's the reason? What's the stressor? Is it because I am trying to prep for three specific class lectures and I feel like they have to be perfect. And I feel like I have to 100% understand the concept before I can put it into a presentation to then plan out for my students. Okay, so then I can unpack that. And I can say, you know what, Haley, that is rooted in perfectionism. That's not going to work. Let's just focus on making this be as simple as possible to get the point across. And you can Add as much fluff as you want in the actual teaching of the material, or is it grading, or is it physical clutter? You know, why is your classroom desk disordered? Why is it messy? Okay, well, I just feel like I want to sit in survival mode for a second. Okay, but why? What about that is causing me frustration? Why am I getting frustrated at the end of the day when my son's not going to bed on time? Taking the moments and taking the things that are stressful and figuring out what about it is bothering you. What about the thing? What is the trigger point? It can be super, super helpful. If I realize, okay, well, the reason I'm getting so bothered by a hard bedtime is because it's then throwing off my bedtime. It's throwing off my time to get some work done at the end of the day when I want to be able to work on podcast or blogging. Okay, well, let's take it back what can i do what can i change in this situation and so maybe that example helps maybe it doesn't but my point is instead of just feeling overwhelmed by the stress maybe this year we take a minute to step out of our own situation and to look at it in this neutral perspective where we think okay wait a minute why am i getting stressed what is triggering this to me and it's a really cool way to ground yourself in the process to learn more about yourself and It's not always going to give you the answer, but it's going to give you more awareness to be able to be more in tune with yourself and what pushes you into that place. Okay, so number five (laughs) with the fifth tip for your best year is to set a weekly intention. Move into your weeks this year with a little more purpose by focusing on setting a weekly intention a weekly focus, something very specific that you want to place more of an emphasis on and just pick one, one weekly intention. I recently did this in my dream planner for 2024 for the first few weeks of the year. At the very top of my planner, I have it written out as weekly focus, and then it's highlighted on top of the weekly focus. And then the highlight line continues through the planner. So that way each week I can go in there and sit down and establish what that focus is. And then on Sunday or Saturday, or sometimes on Monday, whenever time I actually sit down to map through the week, ideally it would happen on the weekend. Sometimes it doesn't happen until Monday at lunch, but whenever it happens, I will think through that week and determine a weekly focus, something that is simple, something that is specific, something that is a reminder of this is what I want to focus on. And that could be connected to a mindset, a habit, a goal, something you're wanting to achieve, a big project that needs to get done, a big to-do item, or it could just be, you know, my focus this week is on focusing on gratitude and starting each day, jotting down things I'm thankful for. It could be things like hydration or movement or spending more time outside or being more present, right? It's just one little thing, one little thing that you want your weekly focus to be. And it's just a nice little way when you're looking at your planner to say, okay, this is what I'm focusing on for this current moment. And that's going to be just this thing I think about. And it's just a nice little way to kind of shift the focus there. And when you look at that goal planning workbook and you have those specific simple tips and items to help you get to those goals, right? Those are things also that you could plan out within your weekly intentions and focuses. All right, two more left. Number 6 is all about carving out specific time to do the things you actually love to do. Make it possible, prioritize a tiny window either in your day or your week to actually do the things you truly love. Think through what are the things that bring you joy? What lights you up? What is moments within your life where you feel fully fulfilled? whatever your answer is, be intentional with doing that this year and doing it often. And I do say this quite a bit on the podcast, right? I do oftentimes tell you to do the things you love to do, do the things that bring you joy. And there's a reason why I constantly am repeating this to you. And it's because we always say we're going to do these things, but at the end of the day or the week, we don't really do it. One of my favorite pastimes, one of my favorite ways to spend time if I'm at home and I am relaxing and I'm not trying to work on something else that's connected to goals and dreams. One of my favorite things to do is reading. I love reading. I can get lost in a book, absorbed in a book. It can consume me and I don't want to do anything else until I'm done reading the book. And when I go on vacation, whenever we're traveling, I'll read three or four books within a week. And it's awesome. And it fulfills me. It lights me up. It brings me joy but I don't really do it in the other time of the year. This past year, I started the Goodreads book challenge and said I was going to read 30 books for 2024 or 2023. And I read 11 and eight of those books were read on vacation. So just to show you what I mean here, but two separate vacations, by the way, I did not read eight books on one vacation. That would be crazy. So this is kind of funny though. Last night, I downloaded some books from Prime on my Kindle, and there's a book that seemed really interesting. Um, It's called The Perfect Marriage. It's a thriller, and I started it last night on my Kindle at around 10.30, and I did not stop reading the book until I finished it at 4 a.m. I read the book straight for five hours, and it was good. I enjoyed it. It was like, oh, wow, here I go. (laughs) I think... There was some weird part of me that realized if I start reading a book on December 30th, I need it to count in my 2023 reads and not my 2024 reads. So I need to go ahead and finish it. Well, I did in one setting and It was good. I enjoyed the read. If you like thrillers and you like books that are very quick pace, always trying to figure out what happens next to where you feel like I can't put the book down, I will actually link it in the show notes as just a recent read because I thought it was really, really good. But it is a thriller type book. So anyways, I did that last night and it was really fun waking up this morning, especially when my son was yelling at me to get up at seven in the morning. Felt really good. But my point is, do the things you love to do. And so while I do not recommend staying up till four in the morning to do those things, I will say find little pockets of time, little windows. This is something that I'm going to start habit tracking in the new year is to specifically write down each week. Okay. Like I would love to read a book for 10, 15 minutes at night before falling asleep and then see how many times a week am I actually doing that? Okay. Finally, finally. I am rambling. Finally, number seven, your final, final tip for your best year, and that is to dream big and challenge your norm. Wonder what if, what could be. Don't allow your limitations to define you. Instead, challenge what you know, question your own instincts and keep pushing forward down the path that you are wanting to go. Believe in yourself, trust yourself and take a chance on yourself. Let this be the year where you dream bigger than you ever have, and challenge what you think is your own norms to see what can happen, to wonder truly what if. I firmly believe that the dream that is within you, the desire, the goal, the thing that you've always wanted, yet just haven't gotten there, has been planted in your heart for a purpose. And I am standing for you right now to say that this is the year you are going to take action towards that version of you, the version of you that is more than capable of becoming because she is already there within you. This is going to be our year, no matter what. No matter what trial or challenge or test of strength or faith, this is going to be our year. Our year because of the way that we approach each day and with the intention in which we live. I am so excited to support you and cheer you on in every single step of the way. Wishing you the happiest new year, friend. You have no idea how excited I am to meet you back here next week for another episode of the podcast. Until then, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement? positive mindset and intentional living, come join the best day Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the best day podcast. And remember your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and freedom until next time. Have the best day friends.